Welcome to the Zeus News Podcast. It's uh, only episode seven, but it feels like we've been doing this for a while now. I'm your host, Advocate the, Advocate the Ape, a.k.a. Conspiracy Ape. Uh, joined with me, my furry little co-host, Mr. Culture Cat. Uh, give all 20 of our loyal listeners a nice warm welcome, Culture Cat. Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining with us on this conversation of crazy... Um, news events party today's a very special um special important episode that's the last podcast before the big election and um we have a lot to discuss and we also have a special guest with us a new friend to the show the zoos news conservative correspondent uh mr righty joe young say hello to the listeners joe Hello, everybody, and thank you very much for having me here. Really uh, appreciate the opportunity and look forward to covering the content. Party. Well, let's jump right into it. It's uh, the big election episode. I don't want to waste any time. Um, I, have a, we have, I have a whole timeline to go through about the Biden corruption. But before that, I just want to cover all three of our opinions. So the biggest reasons we're all Trumpers, the biggest reasons we think that... Uh, we're loyal Trump supporters. I'll start with myself to give you guys, you know, some time. Obviously, I the biggest thing for me, the the big it, this this election <clears throat> is very imperative for many many reasons. Obviously, but for me, Trump is it's been that first and second amendment has been huge. That's always been huge for me, and that's always been a very tangible threat. That uh, the left has always that's actually seemed like a, an actual tangible threat, and I already feel it. We see the censorship on the internet already. Right now, conservative voices are getting hit really hard uh, on the internet, on the social platforms. And, um, you know, right now, the Second Amendment is, is holding up pretty strong, but it's obviously, you can see that they're taking steps towards it, and it's, it's, uh, it's been a big part of their game plan. The left, when I say they, I'm talking about the left, the far left, who have uh, kind of taken over the Democratic Party. So that, that's my biggest thing, is big, big one and two. Donald Trump has really uh, stood strong for us and protected the, the big one and two. Uh, Culture Cat, how about you? Um, I mean, there's a lot. I think, I don't, I don't know. I mean, kind of put on the spot. <laughs> there's a lot that's controversial, if you don't explain, but... Um, I mean, I think it's really impressive that we were able to not fall into a depression during a pandemic where we, where we shut down the country for the majority of the year. I think that's pretty impressive. Um, the economy yeah. beforehand and, and, uh, and the prices and tax cuts for the middle class and the lower class. Um, and I, obviously, I think anyone who cares about comedy has seen it kind of go toward to shit in the last 20 years because... You couldn't say certain things. Um, and uh, anyone who cares about laughing a little bit might care about the, the first amendment. Um, but yeah, like you said, the Constitution. Yeah. How about them peace deals, huh? That's a huge one for, you know, I mean, there's a bunch. Like, what has he done for Americans? What has he done for the world? Yeah. 
I mean, the guy's not perfect, but nobody's talking about the positive things. So, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I didn't want to put I didn't want to put either one of you on the spot, but there's just so many things, and I, I figured you guys could both pull something out of your butt. And that was that was uh, sufficient. That that'll do. That'll do, Culture Cat. Uh, how, how about you, Righty Joe? Yeah. So I think overall, like one of the most impressive things. Um, that the Trump administration has done for me um, is actually deliver on the promises that they made. So, um, you know, I, I, I haven't been along for a long time in a political sense. Um, I've seen, you know, Bush senior senior when I was a young lad and I didn't care about anything. Um, I didn't care about Clinton when he was getting blowjobs in the Oval Office. I only knew Bush Jr. just sent a bunch of troops to war. Um, and then I started like really paying attention in the Obama era and I just saw like the governmental takeover and then, you know, he makes one promise and then he, his actions are completely contradictory to that promise. Um, and you know, it was really, really refreshing and almost inspiring to me to see, a, um, somebody who steps into like that political realm. They're not a politician and they say they're going to do X, Y, and Z. And then lo and behold, they do X, Y, and Z. It's not like they say they're going to do X, Y, and Z and they do A, B, and C. So, um, it was really refreshing to me as an American citizen as so, and somebody who's politically active to see that. It's interesting how they, the, the left and the, the media doesn't want to talk about that wall anymore. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's because crazy. Because it's, it's getting built. <laughs> oh, yeah, the cages. Who built the cages? Yeah. I mean, it's, the, it's just the coverage of the media um, is what the whole brainwashing thing was, you know, o- uh, Operation Mockingbird. It worked. You can see. Like, there's really no reason. Like, yeah, Obama's kind of chill. He does, like, handshakes and, like, plays basketball like he sent out a kind of really um cryptic tweet today that said shoot your shot and it was him shooting a three-pointer and he made it which was pretty sick um but in the in the climate that we're in right now if trump would have said shoot your shot uh imagine what kind of hate he would have gotten anyway i'm not going to continue on that rate on that rant but uh we've been conditioned to accept obama as a leader a funny guy an empathetic person um, and it's all because 60 Minutes does documentaries on him. People in, like in, in the Comedy Central talk about him and praise him. They praise him in, in award shows. They It's been like conditioned. It's socially acceptable. It has nothing to do with policy. It's just a personality. It's a cult of a personality. And we're chasing Obama for no reason. And they do the opposite for Trump. That's why you don't hear about any of the good things that he does. And that's the proof for who's who's really in control. Yeah, and uh, have you seen, did you see the crowd in Pennsylvania? Did you see, like, these these fucking crowds that are turning up for Trump? Yeah, dude, it makes you want to cry, honestly. It's, it's amazing because it's everything that the media is telling you is not happening. It's, you can't look at that, of that many people, older um, people of different races, mixed races. It's it's just, it's so diverse. You can't look at them and go, they're all racist bigots. Yeah. You know, some of them are there to save their jobs. Some of them are there to keep taxes lower. Some of them are there to save their business. Some of them are, you know, it does. they're all there for different reasons. Fracking, like, they're not all racist assholes. And their narrative is just crumbling to pieces. So that's, I think that's why it's so emotional, because it is amazing. 96 miles in Arizona, 57,000 people in Pennsylvania, um, they shut down the, 
the Whitestone Bridge in um, New York. They shut down the Tappan Zee, which I think now is called the Cuomo Bridge, all in one day. First national boat parades. I mean, it's it's a big deal. And what I think is even better about it is it's a stark contrast from what you see it at the the Biden rallies. When you look at like what Biden's bringing out, so he had a um, like a fundraiser in Pennsylvania um, where like it was like a drive-in kind of deal. He had 129 vehicles show up, and when you look at that, I mean, even if you like pack those full of like coyote like style vehicles with people hopping across the border where you have 30 people a vehicle you're still not going to come even close to where trump is and and his attendance rates and that you know people used to make fun of trump talking about his attendance and you know oh i have all these people and i'm talking to this many people and you know you really look at the effectiveness and and how that plays out in a campaign Trump is reaching, having an individual connection with 50,000 people at five different points in a day. Those 50,000 people are reiterating that message to five people each. So, you know, he's talking to, you know, 1.25 million people, direct connection on a daily basis. Biden's not getting Twitter. Oh, yeah, Twitter's killing it. You said coyote. I can't help but think of... um, the left on Twitter, when he uh, Trump during the debate, he said he mentioned coyotes uh, bringing children over the border, and like a bunch of like young millennial lefty kids on Twitter like made fun of him for also, saying coyotes. Sorry, also a congresswoman. Are you serious? Yes, there was a congresswoman in there, hundred percent. I think she was a congresswoman from Georgia. I think maybe Georgia or, or Minnesota or something like that. And listen, I understand where where I grew up. I, I know that terminology because of the region I grew up in. I'm close to that, so I understand the terminology. But also the arrogance, like just Google it. You can Google something before you just make fun of it. You know, take a second to look it up maybe before you make fun of somebody. It's yeah, pretty it's, funny. It's embarrassing for them. Um, yeah. But that's what they do for all of them. All of the all of the things he says, they they blow it up. That's why I brought up the point about the cryptic tweet from Obama. Because if Trump would have said it when he said, "I can go out and shoot anybody and still get people to vote for me," they blew that up. And but you you look at like kind of the double sided, um, or not double sided, double standard. Excuse me, that the the media has. You have people like, you know, condemning Trump, you know, saying, oh, you know, he's he he, why is he talking about coyotes? Why is he talking about animals? Like, it doesn't make any sense, Um, as opposed to like the the actual definition of of the term. Like if if a conservative, you know, strayed, you know, even a, a toe away from the truth that that post would be labeled as inflammatory, it would be labeled as false news Um and it would have all kinds of little restrictions and, and you know, um, caution signs around it. But, you know, these these congresswomen and uh, or these congresspeople, excuse me, um, and, you know, millennials that make all these kind of false statements, they, their stuff isn't getting checked. Their stuff isn't getting censored. But th- every time a conservative posts something that's out of line, we got the Nazi Gestapo on us. Yeah, yeah. well, real quick, sorry, the biggest the biggest contradiction is when they when they claim fascism, um, you know. I mean, that's the the obvious one. When they're when they walk up to people on the side of the street and say, "Join, put your fist in the air and join us, or else we're gonna drink your shit and toss your table," and that's fascism. Uh, there is no like even the the truck and the 
the van the SUV thing that happened in Texas with the Harris bus. That was completely spun the ro- other way towards the Democrats being the good people when really she was the one that was trying to ram him off the road. And it's the double standard is everywhere. That's what this whole thing has been, and it's it's so apparent now. And this is, I think, this is what the Great Awakening is that that the Q stuff was talking about. Yeah, shit is definitely getting fucking nutty. Did you did you guys see Laura Loomer chase off the fake Kamala Harris? No, what? Yeah, there's a video going around of Laura Loomer, and she she catches a body double of Kamala Harris taking pictures with people like with a mask on and like, like bodyguards and stuff. And she no chases way. her You're off. lying. No. Yeah. No, for real. <laughs> like I, 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 I can't confirm that it was like the Biden campaign was paying them. I can't confirm yeah. any of that, but there's definitely a video of Laura Loomer confronting uh, Kamala Harris look like and she does look like her and she's acting like her and she's taking pictures with people and that's pretty crazy dude like if you um, was, I, I saw the video today but I can't confirm when the video was okay um, just gnarly did, did you guys um, see the latest Tucker episode um, where he played the two other Biden confidants um, other than the whistleblower one saying like, hey, it was one of us three that, you know, you know, it's going to look really bad if they if, you know, somebody corroborates the story, it's going to blow up just essentially like some really guilty sounding shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Hear it. Maybe I mean, I, maybe I heard it. Maybe I didn't. I didn't watch the whole show. But um, the Hunter <laughs> Biden that, uh... stuff is it, the crazy thing is, is how big that is, which is literally the definition of treason, how big that Hunter Biden story is. It's not even mainstream news, and there's so much other stuff to talk about. There's riots in Philly. There's, I mean, isn't this how they do it? They just distract us with events. Isn't that what all the false flag conception was about the conspiracies with that stuff? Was they make false flags to like get people to watch these news cycles instead of what's actually happening? Yeah, I mean, so, it definitely, definitely it contributes. Sense. So, I, did you did you see that? The video package that he's that Trump is playing at his rallies, the trick or treat one. No, I, I didn't. No, I haven't seen that either. Oh my gosh, dude, it's brilliant. <laughs> he's been playing. He's been playing it, and I think he played it in Pennsylvania and Michigan. Um, it, dude. So it's a uh, trick or treaters knock on the door, and it's a, a guy in a Joe Biden mask. It's like a scary Joe Biden mask, and um, he. It's like. Long story short of the commercial is like they they um, he's like hey wait a minute I I think I know who you are and he he takes a, the Biden mask off and it's a Kamala Harris person a girl a lady in a Kamala Harris costume wow that's great and she takes all of the candy and runs off and then it goes <laughs> and it says don't get tricked know who you're voting for wow. <laughs> <laughs> So, Joe, with that being said, do you think that's pretty much a true statement? Do you think this is a Kamala Harris campaign or do you think that's just, you know, do you think that because a lot of people are suggesting that Kamala Harris is really running the show behind the scenes and Joe can, you know, barely go an hour without shit in his pants. So if you look at um, like so take today, for example, um, Joe literally like he was campaigning with Obama in Michigan 
And he couldn't, like, get out a sentence. He was just jumbling words together and stuff like that. Just not, like, he just sounded like a buffoon. Um, I think for a couple reasons, that's exactly what they're, they're kind of priming things to do. So Nancy Pelosi started talking about the 25th Amendment. She's like, not necessarily for Trump, but, you know, we want to make sure that we uh, have a commission in place in the event that we need to use it. Um, and I the think- vice president has the biggest pull in that, which is ironic. Exactly, exactly. And then not only that, but they've said the Harris-Biden campaign. So they've already said, like, you know, kind of structuring where she's the front runner. Um, and, and it's just it, it really just strikes me as odd because it's just it's never it's never said there's never been the Pence Trump campaign. That's never happened. It's never been said. Nobody has ever said it. That Like, it sounded awkward for me to say that. So, like, the fact that, like, they both reiterated it on the same day um, in different news cycles um, it's just really weird coincidence for me, in addition to the whole Nancy Pelosi shit, um, the really like just degradation of, of Biden's health and mental capacity, visual mental capacity. It's not like this is like behind closed doors. It's like you're watching this guy. He, he literally can't make it through uh, a meet and greet or any kind of um, public appearance without having a gaffe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I it's, think, I think uh, that people are starting to really wake up. I mean, Biden and Kamala were in, were in, uh, um, uh, Minneapolis, um, Minnesota, which I'm pretty sure has been blue since like the seventies, um, yeah, Minnesota's been blue for a long time. Wait, what city did George Floyd happen? Minnesota, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's been blue since like 1972. Yeah, it's been a really big deal. Yeah, and for them, for <clears throat> for Biden and Kamala to be there this close to the election in like a, a Democratic stronghold, you know, it's it's pretty telling. If I'm correct, and if they, I'm correct with what I just said, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I mean, you are. They're in. They're in Minnesota, which they usually wouldn't be, and they're going and they're canceling rallies in Texas, where people are saying, "Oh, Texas is, is swinging." Like, why would you not spend a lot of time in Texas? That's huge electoral college points. Um, the other thing is that what really scares me is that she keeps being introduced as the next president of the United States. It happened today. Um, at one of the rallies that she was at, and it happened when her husband came out and said, I'm married to the next president of the United States. And, like, that's that's really cringeworthy. Like, it's not, like, if it was Biden, whatever, you have to write it off because he's crazy. And listen, it's really sad. It's sad what's happening to Joe Biden. But his wife is complicit with it. She's she's helping this happen. Um, So at this point, it's like we we can't really have sympathy for him because he needs to stop. But it is very, very telling when when they do say the Harris-Biden campaign, when, when Biden comes out and says, she's my running, or I'm her running mate. Y'all think I'm joking. Um, <laughs> and then she gets introduced as the, as the first female president. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's not fun. Well, I think we're going to jump into this timeline. There's a lot. There's a lot here, fellas. A lot here. December 2013. Hunter Biden flew to Beijing with his father while the, while the vice president um, was on official business in China. During the visit, Hunter met with a Chinese banker named Jonathan Lee. 
Hunter and Lee were both involved with Bohai Harvest, a Shanghai uh, equity investment fund management company, an investment firm that was officially registered less than two weeks after Hunter's visit. If you guys don't know, a private equity firm is an investment management company that provides financial backing and makes investments in the private equity of startup or operating companies through a variety of loosely affiliated investment strategies, including leverage, buyout, venture capital, and growth capital. Hunter supposedly held an unpaid position at Bohai Harvest Board of Directors while his father was in office. And because a shareholder <clears throat> and because a shareholder with 10% stake in a company in October 2017, as of October 2019, when he registered from the board of directors, his attorney stated he had not received any compensation or return on his investment. <clears throat> so there's that to start off with. That's December 2013. Um, that's when shit is established. In China. China. February 14th, 2014. Elena... Uh, Baterina, the widow of a former mayor of Moscow. So this is that shit. Okay. So Elena, the widow of the former mayor of Moscow, wired $3.5 million to Rosemont uh, Seneca Thornton, the consultancy uh, agreement. Rosemont. Uh, uh. Okay, it's a Washington, D.C.-based investment and advisory firm founded by Devon Ar uh, Devin Archer, Christopher Hines, and Hunter Biden, <clears throat> who is the son of U.S. Yes, we know who he is. Media reports have identified Rosemont Seneca Thornton. Am I saying that right? Rosemont Seneca? I think so. Okay. I, I've only read it, too. Right. Thornton as a co-founded by Hunter Biden. But his attorney has disputed those claims, stating he was not a founder of the firm. But, like, honestly... I looked that up, and everywhere online says he was a founder. But, of course, his attorney is going to say that he's not. Um, President Trump repeatedly cited payments from the mayor of Moscow's wife during the 2020 presidential debates, but there is no direct evidence Hunter Biden or Joe Biden received any of these funds, which is plausible deniability, which is exactly what... Um, Homeboy said on Tucker. Jim Biden. That's what Jim Biden told Tony when he said, how, do you, how are you going to get away with this? He laughed and said plausible deniability yeah. or reliability. So it was February, that was February 14, 2014. So, Wait, can, I, can I add something before this? Because it's really yeah, important. Go for it. Yes. So the South China, China Sea or Chinese Sea, however you pronounce it in that context, um, during this time, during like 2013, uh, they started ramping up their militarization of the South China Sea. And they think that that's what the business deals were about was, hey, we're going to we're going to start putting some troops and some weapons and some battleships in this area. We're not allowed to, but we want you to look the other way. So if you are to make a connection to something really big that the deals would be about that's not just about money and power. This is one of the directions that could be what's going on. So I just want to add that. They started to ramp up. Right now it's currently at the highest it's ever been, the the uh, occupation numbers. 
but that's when they started to ramp it up. It was 2013. So, please continue. Sorry. Marty, thank you. May 12, 2014, Ukrainian natural gas firm Burisma announces Hunter Biden had joined its board. Weeks earlier, his father had visited Ukraine and become the public face of the Obama administration policy in the region. Hunter was paid as much as 50000 a month, according to the Senate records, despite having no experience in Ukraine or the energy industry. And Burisma stated... He would provide assistance with transparency, corporate governance and responsibility, international expansion, and other priorities. An email obtained by the New York Post purportedly uh, sent to Hunter and business partner Devon Archer on May 2nd from Vadim Pozarski, an advisor to the board of Burisma, asked for advice on how Hunter could use your influence to stop what he called a politically motivated blackmailing of Burisma's owner by the Ukrainian government. Boom. <clears throat> Ukraine so, is dirty, dude. Yeah, so he got paid to be a spy, basically, to like let them like what they're what they were saying was we're gonna we're paying this guy to make sure that we're following laws and for transparency with him with the American government. And then they asked him to use his influence to get something off of them. Fifty thousand a month. That's nuts. With absolutely no experience in the language, mm-hmm. the culture, or the, the, the job itself. Mm-hmm. A lot of people would be blessed to make that in a year. A lot. Well, so, anyone anyone would be blessed to make that in a year. Joe, 50, what's... A month. Yeah, oh my goodness, that's ridiculous. Wow. How much, um, taxes, Joe, how much taxes do you think he paid on that? No, I'm sure he figured, <laughs> figured something out, right? He didn't have to... Like, how did he have to report it? Was it, well, was it like it's Ukrainian. It's Ukraine. I don't know how. Like, I mean, that's just the whole other question in itself. I think that was a sarcastic question, even because I, I doubt. Uh, I think that's is. why he gets paid is so that they have they can report it. Well, right? Yeah, I was, I was, I was strictly sarcastic just because of yeah. how crazy they are about Trump's taxes. So I really don't care about his taxes. In all honesty, I don't think that he's paid them or like he's he's taken such a substantial loss that he hasn't had to pay a whole lot of taxes. And in in the grand scheme of things, Trump's been in office for four years. He had nothing to do with the tax code that he took advantage of. He's not under investigation. He's not under arrest from the IRS or anything like that. They would have already arrested him. They don't play games. Have you ever owed money in taxes? I don't think so because they knock on your door and kick your ass in. Um, So, you know, my perspective is, yeah, it's probably not flattering to say like, hey, I made, you know, billions and billions of dollars and I didn't pay a whole lot of taxes and, you know, I want to be your president. But it's also not illegal. So all these people trying to jump on him and say, like, he did this horrible thing. It's like, no, don't be mad at the person that took advantage of it. Be mad at the person that allowed it to happen and wrote the fucking tax code. And not only that, he's the boss. He's the leader. He works for us. He's our fucking CEO. He's our president. And, like, it's like if you'd want your husband to be to get as much if you were, like, you know, if you were – like a Milana, Milana would Melania would probably like want him to get every single dime he could back, you know, as or just any example. That's a bad example. Any wife would want their husband to. Okay, I'm. 
even simpler, like when you're doing your turbo taxes, when you're doing your taxes, nobody is like, nah, I won't do that. I won't, I won't click that box. I don't want that money back. Everybody cuts every corner, everybody, no matter how much money they make, even if they, they make no money or a fuck ton of money, everybody is going out of their way to pay as little taxes as they can. That's the name of the game. Everybody does it. And like you said, it just looks fucking worse on his part. And they're just... They're going out of his way. It's, 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 it's like pathetic at this point, the smears, especially the ones that are super late to the table. Perhaps. You know what I mean? Like Perhaps, they, right. they've already, they, they blew their wad fucking two, two, three years ago. They're out of ammunition and it's just getting like fucking laughable at this point. It's just they keep dragging it on. They drag it on. They drag it on. And like, you're, you're absolutely right. Everybody does that, dude. Realtors, if you ever go to lunch with a realtor, they take a picture of the fucking receipt. You know why? Because they put it into a little thing that goes into their taxes to say that they taught, had a business lunch. It's it, and it, they don't even have to fucking pay, bro. I went to to breakfast with a couple of friends last weekend, um, and it was one hundred and five dollars because it was like six of us. And I, you know, I paid with my card. I didn't even sit down before he asked me for the receipt. He's like, yo, hey, man, can I get a receipt? I just want to take a picture of it real quick. Like, what is like, and, and it, okay, so if that's the mentality of somebody who's making $100,000 a year, what do you think it's going to be for somebody who's making $100 million a year? Yeah, exactly. I think everyone's on board. I don't think I don't think his taxes changed anyone's fucking mind. I don't think there's anyone that was a Trumper that was like, oh, no, I, I, no, I can't do it anymore. Yeah, I don't think I should. I don't think that's anything. But yeah, February two thousand fifteen, senior State Department official George Kent first raised concerns with Vice President Biden's national security staff that Hunter Biden's position with Burisma created a perception of conflict of interest. Kent and other officials complained that the apparent conflict and how it uh, complicated their anti-corruption efforts several times in the following months, according to a Senate report. April 17, 2015, according to emails attained by the New York Post, supposedly recovered uh, from Hunter Biden's laptop, Bozarski emailed Hunter to thank him for giving an opportunity to meet your father and spend some time together. The Biden campaign has stated there is no record he ever met with Pozarski, but aides could not rule out the possibility that they had some informal interaction. So he said that they interacted, but there's no documents proving that they interacted. Plausible deniability. Well, that's not really plausible deniability, um, but I'm going to take my second shot right now, fellas. Word. The most, the thing that's most uh, aggravating about this whole situation is that they didn't have problems with reporting things that weren't true about Trump, and knowingly doing it. Um, the or or like the the Jesse Smollett thing, or they they didn't wait to verify that. They just told everybody. Um, the Bubba Wallace thing, the the Covington kids. All of it. It's all been rush before we have evidence and get the news out. Uh, remember when I think there was a plane that went down like in San Francisco or something in like 2011 or maybe 12 and the, somebody hacked it and like sent in the pilots names and they were like really racist names like yes, like yes. Bang Ding Al. 
and they reported it, like, and, and everyone was like shaming them for being bad reporters. They should have verified it before they went live, and now they're completely okay with people just spreading misinformation and bullshit. And then they they send out retractions, and nobody reads them. Yep. So that was April seventeenth, two thousand fifteen. Now December seventh, two thousand fifteen. Vice President Biden traveled to Ukraine, met with President Petro uh, Poroshenko and threatened to withhold a $1 billion loan guarantee unless anti-corruption reforms were enacted, including removing Prosecutor General Viktor Shokin. He was publicly addressed... <clears throat> no, he publicly addressed the Ukrainian parliament and called for reforming the Prosecutor General's office to fight a, quotation, cancer of corruption. The following February, Poshenko announced Shokin had agreed to resign. Two days later, Biden commended him for the decision to replace Shokin. In June, after a new prosecutor was nominated and other reforms were announced, the loan guarantee was signed. Shokin has claimed he was conducting an active investigation of corruption involving Burisma at the time, but other officials have disputed that. U.S. diplomats have publicly criticized his office for not assisting with an international investigation of Burisma's owner, and the removal was widely supported by U.S. Uh, allies and anti-corruption groups. So the guy that got fired says he was fucking investigating Burisma, but everybody else says that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... it's all He's of just it. mad. He's just bitter. He's just bitter and mad and upset and crazy. He... Hunter Biden's not running for president last time I checked. You guys are so stupid. Oh, I hate that fucking meme. So stupid. That's like that's like Jeffrey Dahmer's neighbor being like, I never saw him kill anybody. He didn't fucking do that shit. It's like you guys are so dumb. Well, and and not only that, but again, like we go back to the double standard. Like how much shit has Don Jr. got? Like how? Like oh dude, yeah, they they're all over his fucking communications, all over the Mike Flynn shit, dude. He had to testify to Congress for that nonsense, bro. It, they 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 are all over him, like white on rice. His but red it, eyes. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. man. Like he's dude, on coke, if, dude. If he, but th- there's video of fucking Hunter smoking crack. Yep. It's like I don't care. Give me a fucking break. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's aggravating. The hypocrisy is it's palpable. I mean, it's it's rampant in every sector of this entire uh, this entire year. Um. May 2nd, 2017. According to Tony Bobolinsky, he he was first contacted by one of Hunter Biden's business partners in late 2015 to serve as CEO of a joint venture between, uh, quotes, one of the most prominent families in the United States, the CEFC, China Energy, an energy firm linked to the Chinese government. He was originally working with Hunter Biden and Joe Biden's brother, Jim. He alleged... He alleged the former vice president became involved in 2017, and Hunter frequently spoke uh, of seeking his father's advice on deals. Text messages released by Bobolinsky indicate he met with former Vice President Biden on the night of May 2nd, 2017 in Los Angeles, but the substance of the meeting is unclear. He claimed they talked for about an hour and discussed the Biden's family business plans with the Chinese, uh, with which he was plainly familiar. 
but Biden had denied any connection to the venture and has not directly commented on the alleged meeting. <clears throat> what a dork. He's a weasel. <laughs> what a dork. You know, it's crazy. People used to go to jail, like in the Benedict yeah. Arnold days, when you like sold out your government for personal gain. Yep. I think you would get killed in the Benedict Arnold time periods. Now you would you would be arrested, but it's not. And I'm really not buying the whole like, well, they can't arrest him because then it'll be civil unrest. It's like, fuck it, dude. Arrest him. Send out the National Guard. Protect us for a little while. Figure out who's planning to attack us. Get rid of them, and then let us go back to our fucking freedom, please. Yeah. Like, jeez, dude, it's ridiculous. May thirteenth, two thousand seventeen. A May 13th email released by the New York Post and authenticated by Bobolinsky showed in proposed breakdown of uh, equity for the CEFC deal. It included a reference to 10 held by H for the big guy, which Bobolinsky alleged was referenced to a share of profits being held by Hunter for Joe Biden. Other documents reviewed by Fox News showed no role for Joe Biden in the venture, and there is no evidence he ever received such payment. That partnership apparently collapsed amid tensions between Hunter Biden and Bobolinsky. However, a Senate investigation found Hunter Biden's firm later received millions in consulting fees from CEFC's chairman, and Hunter and Jim Biden purchased 101,000 worth of extravagant items with a line of credit opened by the company credited by Hunter and the Chinese National Link to the CEFC. Ooh. Fun. His company was invested by the Bank of China. And that's like, they don't invest in the, into American things, for sure. I mean, IBM, Mac, they're not, they don't invest into those companies. It's the Chinese, like, federal, like, bank. It's nuts. April 2019, Hunter Biden purportedly dropped off his laptop and an external hard drive at a computer repair shop in Wilmington, Delaware. The owner of the shop, John Paul Mac Isaac, claimed Hunter never returned to to retrieve the devices. So he eventually examined the contents and found them alarming. Yeah. July 25th, 2019, during a phone call with the Ukrainian president, Vladimir Zelensky, President Donald Trump, urged Zelensky to do us a favor and investigate Joe and Hunter Biden for possible corruption over Shokin's firing. Weeks later, Trump delayed the delivery of aid to Ukraine. After an intelligence community whistleblower came forward with details about the call, House Democrats launched an impeachment inquiry inquiry of Trump, accusing him of withholding foreign aid as leverage to get Zelensky to announce an investigation of the 2020 Democratic frontrunner. Huh. So that's what the, the impeachment was all about for the listeners that didn't know that. September 21st, 2019, speaking to reporters in Iowa, Joe Biden asserted, I have never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. In a July 2019 New Yorker interview, Hunter Biden and his father once told him, I hope you know what you are doing with regard to his Ukraine work. Biden later examined that comment to CBS News saying, what I meant by that is, I hope 
you've thought this through. October 15th, 2019. Yeah, that's bullshit, by the way. We all know that. October 15th, 2019. In an interview with ABC News, Hunter Biden admitted to poor judgment in his overseas ventures and acknowledged he made a mistake that created political problems for his father. But he maintained and acknowledged that he made a mistake and created political problems for his father, or created political problems for his father. But he, uh, he did nothing unethical or improper. Hunter also committed to halting all business with foreign entities if his father wins the election. Around the time of the interview, he announced he was re resigning from the board of BHR Partners, the Chinese investment firm. I fucked that paragraph up, dude. This whiskey's starting to kick in. <clears throat> December 18th, 2019. House Democrats voted to approve two articles of impeachment against Trump for abuse of power and obstruction of Congress. December 2019. According to Isaac, he contacted the FBI about Hunter Biden's laptop in late 2009, or nine, late 2019, <clears throat> which... That's crazy, dude. They've had it for a long time. That's probably why shit is really hitting the fan, this, this, you know what I'm saying? It helps with all the Q stuff. It really yeah. does fit into all those pieces. We have everything, you know? I mean, they did for a long time. Yeah, the FBI's been dog shit. You can tell there's white hats and black hats in the FBI because they do, they do some dog shit work sometimes. Well, someone made a really good point, like... They had this laptop for a long time. They never touched Hunter Biden. They never touched Joe Biden. They never. This never did anything. But Bubba Wallace, that shit was fixed in a couple hours. Yeah. Well, the so um, federal agents obtained a, a subpoena and seized the devices. A receipt Isaac provided to Fox News suggested the subpoena may have been related to a money laundering investigation, but the FBI has not confirmed why it sought the devices. Uh, February 5th, 2020, the Republican majority in the Senate voted to acquit Trump on both impeachment charges. Hey. White House attorneys def defended Trump's actions, partly by highlighting concerns about Hunter Biden's conduct in Ukraine and substantiated allegations that it impacted U.S. policy. April 8, 2020, after Senator Bernie Sanders suspended his campaign, Joe Biden became the presumptive Democratic nominee for president. September 23, 2020, the Republican-led Senate Homeland Security and Finance Committees issued a report alleging Hunter Biden's business dealings in Ukraine, China, Russia, and elsewhere, created conflicts of interest in foreign policy challenges for his father and Obama administration officials. But it was unclear what, what if any, influence his activities had on policy decisions. September 2020. According to the New York Post, Isaac provided a copy of the hard drive to Rudy Giuliani's attorney. Isaac told the New York Times that it just didn't feel right, that the existence of the device was not publicly known, especially after Trump's impeachment over actions related to Biden and Ukraine. Early October 2020, according to the New York Times, a White House attorney and two Trump allies met with a Wall Street Journal reporter 
to provide him with a cache of emails related to Hunter Biden's business dealings and put him in contact with Tony Bobolinsky, who claimed he could prove Joe Biden was aware of and profited from his son's activities. October 11, 2020, Giuliani provided copies of material supposedly recovered from Hunter Biden's hard drive to the New York Post. October 14, 2020, the New York Post published a front page story headline, Biden's secret emails, that included details of emails allegedly exchanged between Hunter Biden and Vadim Posharsky. In the following days, the newspaper ran several more stories based on Hunter Biden's emails, text messages, photos, and videos. October 19, 2020, given the unusual uh, province of the emails, I can't read right now, my fucking vision's blurry. <laughs> emails of Giuliani, I need to turn the fucking brightness down on this screen. I haven't read this much since high school. Giuliani's past efforts to dig up dirt on the Bidens from Ukrainians with ties to Russian intelligence. Democrats had alleged that his latest allegations were part of a Russian disinformation scheme. In an October 19th Fox News interview, Director of National Intelligence John Ratcliffe asserted there was no evidence to support the claim of Russian involvement. October 21st, 2020, Bobolinsky went public with his allegations, releasing a statement asserting that former Vice President Biden was lying about his lack of knowledge of his son's activities. Bobolinsky said he was angered by Biden's denials of involvement in his son's business deals and by revelations in the Senate report that Hunter Biden's firm eventually received $5 million from the CEFC. Almost there, fellas. October 22nd, 2020, Bobolinsky attended the second presidential debate as President Trump, <clears throat> as President Trump's guest, and read a statement to the reporters beforehand. He also displayed three phones he had claimed contained evidence against the Bidens that would be turned over to the FBI. Trump pressed Biden on Bobolinsky's claims and Hunter's emails during the debate, but Biden denied any wrongdoing. After the debate, the Wall Street Journal published its reporting on Bobolinsky's records and allegations, finding no evidence of any role for Joe Biden in the Chinese venture or any payments made to him. October 23rd, 2020, Bobolinsky was interviewed by the FBI, according to Senate Ron Johnson. He was expected to, to speak to Senate Homeland Security Committee staff at a later date as Republicans continued probing Hunter Biden's business activities. So that's the timeline. Kind of boring, not very conspiracy theory packed, but those were the facts. That was the corruption. And basically, in America, that's why this is why so many lawyers are politicians. And it's really easy just to have your, your kids and you know your, your business partners launder money. And there's lots of secret ways to get behind uh, you know to get behind things and over things and under things. so. That's kind of what, did you, did you, uh, Joe, were you aware of all, all of all that stuff? Uh, I, I wasn't aware of the kind of the intricate details and the specific timeline, but, um, like, I think that just the overall story, yeah, I, I had a, a, an idea of kind of what was happening. Um, 
I really, I just find it so amazing, man. Like, I, I find it so amazing that, you know, you have, you know, when, when you talk about a Republican, you know, and you're a Democrat, you have this kind of holier-than-thou uh, mentality. But, like, you're, you're so you're so high up in your ivory tower that you're above criticism yourself. And like, that's where I think it just goes, um, you know, just goes beyond like in anything, you know, anything in the realm of sanity. Like when, when you say that like big tech and, you know, all the, the media companies and all these like liberal politicians and all the mega donors, like when, when you say that, hey, all these people are like coordinating and they have like a, a collaborative effort to, to try to, you know, sway elections and sway public opinion, like they're doing it. Like it's happening. Like you see it and it is a stark difference between how they treat Trump and how they treat Sleepy Joe. You know, this guy is like, he's, he's seriously ill. Like there is something mentally wrong with him. And like they refuse to call it out. They, they, they won't say anything. Anderson Cooper is just like, oh, yeah, Biden's fine. He's completely okay. Like, he's going to go teach a Harvard class next week. Like, he's totally fine. They won't say anything negative about the guy. And it's it's mind-blowing to me, man. It's mind-blowing. Yeah, this – all of this, I, I knew most of this, but putting it in an order like – putting in order this way in a timeline with dates and everything made it click in my brain a little bit more and made me a little bit more upset about Trump's impeachment. It made Trump's impeachment – make a little bit more sense to me and it like the whole the whole picture came together uh reading through all that the first time that i put it together but yeah how about you culture cat that you you, i I know you already knew all that stuff but it's just that there's more than that that's oh yeah you know those are just the like one topic on the laptop there's sex with underage Oh yeah, I have that. I have that There's, here on the list to go. I no, just wanted for sure. I'm just that's saying. the official timeline. Official, you know, no one would argue that's that's what happened. Well, um, what I'm what I'm getting at is that not only is that all of it. There's more, and, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. it's not it's not being spoken about in the realm of Watergate. I mean, there it there's so much conspiracy against the American people involved in this in this stuff all for the his family to get rich. Yeah, his um, there I mean that whole family it, it so Joe, do you know about his, his fucked up family? The Bidens? I don't know. Enlighten me. Okay, so Joe Biden meets uh Nelia Hunter in his junior year of college, Joe and Nelia, I don't know if I'm saying her name right, but Joe and Nelia get married in 1966. Birth of Joe Bo Biden the uh, third, 1969. His Birth name's of, Joe Bo. Yeah, it's Bo Biden. It's really Joe Biden the third. Fuck out. Uh, so he's Joe Bo Biden, but yeah, Bo Biden. Joe Bo. Birth of Robert Hunter Biden, 1970. Birth of Naomi Amy Biden, 1971. Um, Helia, Nelia helps Joe with the 1972 Senate campaign. And in December 18th afterwards, in 1972, she gets in a car wreck and she's killed. Her and Amy are killed, the youngest, the daughter. Bo breaks his leg and Hunter fractures a skull, which explains a lot about Hunter. 
Um, at that point, he at that point he wrote how suicide seemed a tempting option, though he knew he couldn't abandon Bo or Hunter. I don't want to make him seem human. I'm not going to read that part. It's too sad. <laughs> In 1975, Joe's brother set him up with Jill on a blind date. They married in 1997. Or, um, that's not true. It's not 1997. They got married in 1977. In May 2015, eldest son, Bo Biden, died from brain cancer at age of 46, leaving behind his wife of 13 years, Haley Biden, and their two kids, Natalie and Robert Biden II. News broke in March 2017 that Hunter and Haley Bo, uh, Bo's, uh, what the fuck? Why did I write it like that? Bo's widow. Exactly. I don't know why I wrote brother. Bo's widow uh, has struck up a romantic relationship. So I think you already knew that, right? Wait, you're fucking lying. Hunter is fucking... His dead brother's ex-wife. Yeah. And then, and after two years of dating, Hunter and Haley reportedly called it quits on the relationship in April 2019, just days after Joe announced his 2020 presidential bid. The two didn't offer any explanation for their breakup, opting for the no comment route. Hunter's laptop leaks images to test a message that implicate Hunter and Natalie his underage niece were having a secret sexual relationship. She was Boom. 14 at the time. GTV, there's like a bunch of Hunter Biden images leaking out right now. And there's like a video of what seems to be Natalie giving him like a fucking foot job with his fucking giant pedo hog. Dude, what? Yeah, it's not cool. I have to joke about it to make it, like, uh, less I'm uncomfortable. Just, While he's smoking crack. I'm just mind-blown, dude. Talking about what business deals he's going to do and how he's going to make so much money. It's 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 unacceptable, dude, at the very least. And it's, it's, it's disgusting that he's not being questioned. He's, I mean, apparently there's an FBI investigation going on now. But like, yeah. what the fuck? And it's super sad when you read the when you read the text messages that leaked. She's like in love with him. She's like, "Come over, come over, come over. I need you." And and he's like, "I'm not allowed to come over without someone with me or whatever." Dude, yeah, and I, I can't. We can't prove that it's Natalie in that video, but I think the people that have the video can because they have the unblurred version, you know. Um, well, some but, people have been linking up rings and her iPhone. Like, there's pictures of her taking, you know, selfies with mirrors, and you can see that there's a ring. And the girl in the video has a ring, or a girl in, in some of the other pictures has a ring that looks like that. And and listen, it's. I think I said this last podcast. I don't want this. I don't want this to be true. Like, it's it's really it's really sad. Like. All of the on top of everything else that you just mentioned about how messed up the family is, on top of that, Hunter is sleeping with his with his fourteen year old niece, while also sleeping with his brother's wife, who died of brain cancer, and he's smoking crack. Isn't 
Isn't that her mother? Yeah. So he's bag- bagging mom and daughter. 14-year-old daughter, yes. Of his dead brother. His niece. Yo, if there's not a cause for somebody to melt in the depths of hell, like, yeah. I don't know what, it, like, dude, like, that's a shitty person. And you see, Joe, you are, like, you are in the headlines, you are in into politics, you know what's going on, and this was news to you, and that's because they're doing a very good job at censorship. Very good. New York Post, the oldest uh, newspaper conglomerate in the country, pretty sure it was started by Alexander Hamilton, and it's still around, and it's the only one that was, I mean, it to be fair, it was given the hard drive, but it, it was... Well, it re- so was the Washington Post, and they chose not to report on it. They passed oh, really? up on I, it. I, yeah. did, I did not know that. I can't believe 100%. they would even give it to the fucking Jeff Bezos Post. That was a stupid idea. Well, it wasn't because it proved something. Yeah, that's true. Like, th- yeah. that's what all of this shit is. That's what, like, that's what the Coyote statement proves. That's what him... That's what Joe not knowing about that part of the laptop. That's what all of this yeah. is. It's just so, disgusting. I want to go through the laptop from hell real quick because uh, Righty Joe Young does, might not know about all this stuff. So so we have the illegal drug use. He knows about that. The listeners know about the crack and the, fu- the fucking coke and yeah. And then no one even talks about the infidelity. Like he was literally cheating on his wife and all those pictures as a girl. No one really cares about that anymore. No one, that's not even a thing compared to everything else he's doing, but it's definitely on the list. And then the hard speculation of incest, which is his, his niece, uh, child molestation and possible rape between him and his, his niece, Natalie. Hard speculation of sexual encounters and drug encounters between Hunter and Obama's eldest daughter. Which, yeah, that's not confirmed yet, but a lot of people have those pictures of what they think is her, her butt and, like, the Obama's dog is in the bed and then her credit card with the Coke on it and her name is on it. That's obviously the most damning photo is the credit card with the lines of Coke and her name on it. Um, but that's not confirmed but I would not be shocked, especially when there's already hard rumors that Obama was doing crack cocaine before it and during his term. And yeah, Obama liked to party. Um, GTV on October 25th, a tattoo on Hunter Biden's back from his laptop caused an uproar on social media. It's an accurate map of Finger Lakes regions in upstate New York. The lakes are connected underneath by an abandoned underground railroad tunnel, which has now turned into a well-known underground sexual slavery railway transportation channel to creepy mansions and abandoned military bunkers. These all indicate uh, the crime of human trafficking. An article of human trafficking in Finger Lakes region, it's real and it's here from mpnnow.com disclosed that human trafficking now happens more common in the region. Special trainings have been uh, been provided to healthcare providers in the region to increase awareness in the region about human trafficking. Nurses are trained to recognize red flag indicators to ensure they know what to do if they suspect 
someone is a victim of trafficking. Um, so basically, um, there's this photograph of him walking around in his underwear, and there's lines on his back. I don't know if it's a tattoo or, or if it's just paint or if, uh, if it's written on the mirror or what's going on, but that photo, it's easy to find online if you wanted to, Joe, but it's not, you know, pleasant. There's no wiener in it. He's in his underwear, so it's safe, but he's got that on there, and it's a map of Finger Lakes, which is um, a region of New York, which apparently... If you look it up, there's news articles that have been written about where they're training the health facilities to seek out signs of human trafficking. And he has that shit on his back. And so, so have you guys seen the, the show Prison Break? I haven't, no. no. So the, the whole premise of that show is that, like, this guy, like, makes a plan to break out of prison. He's an engineer, and he, he builds this prison that his brother, who's wrongly convicted of murder, um, is in prison. And he tattoos his body with a plan, with a map, essentially, of how to get out of this prison. It just has this eerie correlation to that. Is like, when, when you say that, it just makes me draw that, like... Like that, that's been thought of, and like I wouldn't put it past somebody, like in kind of these sick corners, these sick circles, um, that of, of pedophilia, of incest, of the highest levels of treason and infidelity, um, kind of those things that you mentioned. I wouldn't put it past somebody to, to you know, tattoo some kind of sick cultist bullshit on their back, um, you know, to make a map of the, the pedophile kingdom come. Yeah, definitely. It's it's definitely eerie, even if it's not a ta- it, like. Uh, my thoughts are: if it's a tattoo, that's fucking commitment and that's balls. But like, if it's a, I can just see myself thinking that it's like a he's sending that picture to somebody as like a communication, as like a message, like, hey, we should go blank. We should go do like you know what I mean, or like sending someone a map, a message without sending them a message. Um, does that make sense? I don't know why else they would do it. Just the fact, because it's either the worst fucking tattoo in the world or it serves some kind of purpose, a hidden purpose. Because it's it's hideous. It's just lines. It's literally just a map on his back um, of lines. Well, I would Culture be interested cat- to see if it was real. Like, I think it's, I think it might be photoshopped on by but- somebody for some reason. Him or someone else trying to point the story to the Finger Lakes. Yeah, I was zooming up on it and trying to see if I could see any artifacts that would suggest that it was that it's like it looks like it's part of that the reality of the photograph. But I, I couldn't. Maybe it's written on the mirror and he's just standing in front of the mirror. Or you know, does that make sense? Um, or yeah, but or it's written on his back. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't. It, I I just think that the finger lakes are important. I, whether it's on his back or not, I don't think really matters. I just think it has something to do with the story. Yeah. Um, but if he did get it tattooed, yeah, that's commitment. Did you see the the photos that is going around that people are saying is Lady Gaga? No. No. Okay. But wait, well, something else about the finger lakes, just real quick. So it it it's not just a part of New York. I believe it it's 
It's an area that stretches from New York to Canada. And yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Canada is ran by Trudeau, who is like a total cuck, and uh, some people think <laughs> he's Castro's uh, son because they look terribly um, similar. Um, that being aside, he's definitely a cuck, and he he's a pushover, and he he would go along with whatever the tunnels would be for for human trafficking. He fits right into that PizzaGate or PodestaGate narrative. Um, yeah, I should gun I don't grabber. Know if I, should, if I can say gun that or if they'll take everything down or not. But it the, the territory is important because it it's there's underground tunnels that that send it across to another country. So I think they're important. Very interesting. The whole thing is very interesting. But yeah, just to not jump over the Lady Gaga thing. It's probably bullshit, but pictures of his laptop leaked and people are suggesting one of the photos are Lady Gaga, like him sneaking a photo of her walking in the background. Mm-hmm. And it's her side profile. And it a hundred percent, a hundred percent looks like Lady Gaga, but that's not proof of it being Lady Gaga. You know what I'm saying? It's a thin girl with a nose and a blonde ponytail. Like it fucking looks like Lady Gaga, but not enough evidence, you know. Yeah, but it is interesting, you know, because she is uh, has that weird video where she stands behind Joe Biden and fucking endorses him, and it's all creepy and shit. She does have that, and she does seem to love Satan. So, <laughs> but yeah, there's there's just there's so much on that laptop with so many people that you wouldn't expect to see like Obama's daughter allegedly um you know and it's just going to be really interesting to see how all these people are connected I also want to know what's going on with Anthony Weiner's laptop because he had very similar connections within the Democratic Party very similar um pictures with babies with with erections and things like that and text messages and all that stuff and one of the other people who's who's ironically implicated in this Hunter Biden laptop is Anthony Weiner's wife. Oh, yeah. Um, there's, yeah, there's pictures of a girl um, that it, like bl- the blurred out a little bit, and like you can only see like her nose and some of them and like her body and stuff. But it looks like it could be her. Um, is she having an affair with him? Is this like is this what those what the politics like politician families do? You know, is this what is this what Gavin Newsom is made of? Like, or from, like, is it, is it, do they just have sex with, with each other's family members and like trade power and raise these people to fill these shoes to, to push this agenda? Like, that's what it's starting to look like. And I know that it sounds crazy, but we have documented evidence now. We have the internet. We can pull up stuff from the seventies. We can see stuff with our own eyes. And I think that that's why a lot of people are waking up right now. Yeah. Too many coincidences when you start following the rabbits, like, go down the hole and you start going, holy shit, this all makes sense. Or or I could see how this pieces together, but I'm not sure how. So there's a lot of implicated people in that. Do you think there's more uh, to come from this laptop? I mean, it, it's Sunday. Halloween was last night. Do you think something's going to happen tomorrow? We're, we're kind of running out of time before, you know, there's a lot of early voting anyways. I'm thinking that you think the hard drive is losing steam or do you think there's still something really huge to come from it? I know you you brought the Wiener laptop, which would be another, that'd be crazy for that to make an appearance out of nowhere. That'd be amazing. 
do you think there's a little bit more? Because there's been a lot of a lot of talk and a lot of rumor. Obviously, a lot of conspiracy theories get created around <clears throat> the excitement of a big leak and stuff. But they were saying that they had similar stuff on Hunter on uh, with uh, Joe and Obama. So that makes you wonder. And then I did notice there's videos of Hunter, like fucking a couple of these girls that have the bracelets on that uh, Joe Biden's niece makes. And then you have those friendship bracelets that Joe and Obama have. And it looks just like the same bracelet. Do you notice that? Do you know what I'm talking about at all? Either one of you? Yeah. They're like, so, uh, they're like Pandora. Like they have little things on them with, they say their names, I think. Right. Yeah. So I thought that was a weird coincidence in rabbit hole. You have, you have Natalie, the uh, niece of Hunter, who's having a fucking weird, illegal, ancestral, underage relationship with Hunter. You have her making these beaded jewelry beads that I that also I've seen on the wrist of other girls that Hunter is fucking in these videos. There's there's other girls. If you look at the wrist, I've seen, or I think it's just one. I can't say girls. I think it's just a video of this other girl wearing a beaded bracelet that he's fucking, and then she, that she also makes those bracelets, and then you have that fucking corny ass Joe Biden, Barack Obama friendship beaded bracelet with the pizza beads on it, just to put the fucking icing on the cake as the pizza beads on it. And I just thought, I don't know, maybe I'm reading too into it, but I think those are connected. That's that, all of those. Yeah. Creepy shit, dude. So, so did you know, did you I know any? Think there's going to be more. Yes. I do think there's going to be more. Especially if Trump wins because he's outraged and wants justice. And if Ray is involved, the FBI, like you said, already has white hats and black hats and people who are working for people. And it's going to, the whole thing is going to need to be re rebuilt. And I think the General Flynn case shows the judges are implicated, and and it, there's there's something needs to be done about this. Yeah. So and that doesn't even touch Hillary Clinton with Benghazi. I mean, the president is speaking for the people. We want justice for these people. We want we want an investigation. We want everybody to at least know what happened. Yeah, I think that. There's probably a lot of stuff that the Trump administration doesn't want, like, or, and Giuliani, and they don't want to leak until after a winner is decided or until there's even a contention, because there probably will be some kind of contention with the election. Hopefully not, but they're probably saving stuff so it doesn't look like it's weaponized, you know? You're probably right about that. They're using just enough to secure the election, which they they should they should have if there's no straight up fuckery that then Donald Trump should be the next president or the next president he should remain the president um but um i don't know i'm losing my train of thought i think i'm i'm, I'm starting to get a, a little more than buzzed fellas <laughs> i had fun this was a good podcast i learned a lot and like started to uh, lose my ability to read as the night went on yeah, I think the main thing, right? I mean, because we got to end it about the election. Like, we're, I'm not yeah, just going to leave it definitely. on Hunter Biden's I wanted, laptop. I just but, wanted to ask. I wanted to ask uh, Joe if he knew any of of that of the contents from Hunter Biden's laptop, other than the corruption stuff. Like, did you know about any of those photos or videos or anything? 
Like, I know that there was definitely um, damaging material on there. I didn't know the specific content. Like, I, I, I guess that it was in the realm of pedophilia because, like, I hadn't heard a lot of mainstream reports on it. And, like, whenever there's, like, big pedophilia stuff, the mainstream goes in the other direction because they're trying to cover that shit up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's pretty, it's awful. and You can only get it in a few places, and it's censored pretty hard. But, yeah, you know, for sure, it's, it's fucked up. So, yeah, we, I have a question. I have a question for you. So, where's, what's, what's Trump's path to 270? As far as, like, the Electoral College goes, I think the first time they fucking did an amazing job, and I think the second time they're only going to do better, and especially with, like, a Trump team. He's a very fucking smart dude, and he he he's, he puts people by him that know what they're doing. I don't know. I'm not worried about it. I don't have an intelligent answer for you, but I am not worried about it. What do what do you what do you think? I I mean, I think there's lots of um, people who are fleeing socialism that live in Florida, and I think I think the moves that he's done has has me thinking that he thinks he's got Florida in the bag. So I think he gets Florida. I think Joe Biden's fracking comments really, really fucked up his chances with Pennsylvania and Texas. Um, I think he loses Illinois. I think he wins Pennsylvania. And I think that the coasts are the major ones. And, and I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say that California's flipped red, but there's there's lots of Trump people coming out now. And they're, they're walking the streets above, like, Beverly Hills. And I, and I think with the endorsements from... Not that everybody like I'm just saying I think this this shows that a lot of people in the hip hop community are waking up to like the taxes part of it. Um yeah. Ice Cube reaching out to Trump and work. I think a lot of I think the black vote is gonna really shock a lot of mainstream media. I think there there a lot of people are waking up. They, they got you got Jews for Trump when everyone said he was anti Semitic. It's like I really think they're gonna be shocked. I don't wanna make a crazy prediction, but I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be pretty obvious. I think it's gonna be such a, a not. I think it's gonna be such a victory that even them trying to fake it is gonna be obvious because they're gonna be like, "Yo, there's not that many people in that state." You know what I mean? Like it's gonna be that obvious. So, I'm hopeful for that. Obviously, I know. I, I just think the only way they're gonna win is is by by rigging it, because yeah. I think a lot of people now are awake. I think a lot of the black community is awake. I think a lot of the the um, Latino community is awake, and I, I really think the mainstream media is going to be shocked unless they rig it. That's my yeah. So, um, you know, my 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 perspective in it, um, and like this is, I I think that this is kind of along the lines of what you said there. Um, culture or cat, I don't know which one. Culture cat will throw the whole thing in there. Rawr. Rawr. Um, we'll call you kitty cat. <laughs> um but no i think really the main thing that you mentioned he's gonna win florida so um a couple big statistics there um when you look at how trump was compared to hillary back in 2016 and how trump is compared to biden now um trump was behind um hillary uh by about 30 um, like 35% on the Latino vote. He's only behind by like 18% on the Latino vote now. So he's picked up 17 points on, on just, you know, Hispanics um, in general. He, I, I'm going to make this statement now and I want you to take it to the bank. 
Trump is going to perform better with the African-American community than any other Republican candidate in the history of our nation and in and, and the rec- records of polling. Is, I 100% agree with that. I believe is, that. He is 100%. I'm, 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 take it to the bank. He is going to perform better. He, like the traditional, like, and I think it's roughly like 8 to 10%. Like it's very, very low. Um, you know, I think that is like a good year for, for Republicans. Yeah. I think, I think that it's, it's like in the 90, 90, like something percentage that they, they all vote Democrat. Yeah. So I would, I would venture that he's going to get double average. Like he's going to drop that down to like 30%. Yeah. He's, he's going to be pulling they're going to be in the seventies. They're going to get in the, in the seventies and he's going to take about 30 of them, uh, 30%. Um, of of the African American vote, I think that he's um, doing extremely well with women um, and and other minorities. I think that he does uh, very well there um, and with the Republican base. And this is what I'm saying. So he won um, pretty pretty steadily um, in 2016. Like he he had a pretty um, safe lead. Like he could have lost something and he still would have been okay. He hasn't lost support. There's nobody who voted for him and was like, ah, you know what? Fuck Trump. I don't really like what, what he's doing. He, yeah, that's true. He, he, he's doing what well, he's there are. It's, it's not enough, though. I'm no, sure it's a general just, statement. No, no, I agree. I'm just saying I've, I've seen videos of people saying it. I'm shocked, but I don't know any personally. And overwhelmingly, there's the whole walk, walk away movement, which is it's gigantic how many people are waking up to the ideas of what's going on. You know, I think I think Chelsea Handler flipped a lot of people when she said that 50 Cent wasn't allowed to vote. She had to remind him he was black. I think a lot of people were like, well, that's fucking racist. And they're being reminded of Malcolm X's quote where he said white white liberal women or white liberals are the enemy of black people. Um, and they don't even know it. It's it's like the saddest thing. Exactly, exactly. So, no, I think that that's, uh, you know, that's that's kind of his his. you know, kind of cornerstone to victory. And then um, where he carried uh, a, a majority of the election last time, your North Carolinas, your South Carolinas, your Pennsylvanias, Ohio, Michigan. Um, I think that he's going to fare very, very well. Um, you look at those places, they have very strong rural communities. And, um, you know, when you mentioned Minnesota earlier, um, so I, I think like, just based on like current events and stuff like that, like I like I think you're right. He has a legitimate shot of turning Minnesota. He 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 even um, wants to try to take one of the electoral votes from Maine. So Maine, I think they get three of them, but they um, base it on electorate disc- district. So each one can split it up. So he actually went and campaigned to a district that that's heavily red. Um, to try to get, you know, that electorate, uh, electorate vote. So it's like, he's not discounting anybody. He's not, you know, writing off any one person or any group um, of, of people. He's looking at this country as Americans and he wants to serve us. And, and you know, that's, that's what's inspiring is, uh, in, in him as a leader. Definitely. I think, I think one thing everyone can agree on is I just want this to be over and the ads to be off the fucking TV and no more radio ads and no more bullshit and COVID-19 shit can go with it as well. I think we can all agree on that. We can, but the sad thing is is that some states, I think New Jersey is one of them, they're like opting for nine days after. 
So, like, we're going to be watching this for nine fucking days. No, 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 no. That's the thing is because, like, he's... The, his path to victory isn't going to matter about New Jersey. Like, he's already writing off that he's losing. No, I, I just had one of them. I think there's I think there's a few states. If, if As long as they're all, like, strong liberal bastion states, like the states that liberals traditionally won and he, he just writes off, your Californias, your New Hampshires, your Delawares, your, you know, your, your Massachusetts, um, you know, stuff like that. Um, I, I, you know, I think that, that as, as long as it's not those, you know, key battleground states, because that's, that's the thing is like the way that, the way that it always looks is like the middle of the country is red. Like it's Mm -hmm. the coasts are blue and the middle of the country is red. And it's like, there's a few that just kind of go back and forth a little bit here, a little bit there. Um, New Mexico is that like abnormality because there's a lot of Hispanic people there that have been, you know, drinking the Kool-Aid. But I think that a lot of people there are kind of waking up too. like Hispanics really, really like Trump because at the end of the day, um, you know, he, he keeps his word. He's, you know, kind of unilateral and benefits from like an economic perspective, like work is work and money is money. And if companies are bringing jobs back here, um, you know, we have so many laws on the books that say you have to be indiscriminate when hiring, um, you know, that everybody's benefiting. So, you know, I I think that everybody really, uh, you know, really appreciates what he's doing. I certainly do. I know that. I know who I'll be voting for. Culture Cat, are you voting on Tuesday? I already voted. Oh, nice. Did yeah. you already vote, Joe? So I have to drop mine off. So I have the uh, the like the ballot filled out. I just have to drop it off at the uh, voting place. That's what I did. Yep, it's done. Yep. Did you game vote? over? Did you vote, um, Abe? I gotta go in and get my ballot and vote and everything. Oh Lord, have mercy. We'll be careful. AOC was saying that it's voter suppression if you have to wait in line for four hours to get your vote in. She was like, this is ridiculous. This is a form of voter suppression, and Donald Trump should have to answer for this. Or, or it's a way of missing work. It's my patriotic duty, dude. I got yeah. to miss work to vote. It's, it's, you know what's insanity to me? What absolutely blows my mind um, is that there's so many different mechanisms to, to um, vote. Like, you know, you can do the early voting. You can, like, do the thing that I'm doing is, like, you can get the early voting and just take it there and drop it off. Like, I'm not waiting in any fucking line. Uh, no. Uh-uh. Not happening here. I just drop this son of a bitch off in a fucking bin, get my sticker, and walk my happy ass out. Um but like the, there's so many different ways to to do it there's a bunch of different voting sites and and all kinds of different accommodations for like people with fucking like one leg and fucking like one eye and like hearing disabilities and shit it's like yeah. and and then they they talk about voter id like that and, the, and this is i think something we can end on and then fucking give like trump a hurrah and and, and say good night but like word Dude, the voter ID thing blows my mind. Like, wait, so you're saying that I need an ID to buy alcohol, to drive a car, to get into a casino, to buy cigarettes, um, but like to decide who leads the fucking country? I, no ID, no. Right. No kidding. It's dude. ridiculous, and that's another form of them looking down upon yeah. the, the, that community. Yo, you're not smart. You, they literally need an ID to get anything, anything. 
And you're gonna tell me that they like they they're not equipped to go because it's busy and it's during like get the fuck out of here. That is so pathetic, dude. They think that they're stupid and they think that they're they're unable to go get a driver's license. Yep. Well, we went long because it was the election special and we have our new special friend with us. That was a fucking amazing podcast. I had a I had a good time. I had a I had a uh a special, a special time. I think this is probably the first and last time I will be drinking during the podcast. Um, I'm not making any promises because you might do like a New Year's Eve special or something. But that was a uh, that was a good time. I appreciate you coming on the show, Righty Joe Young. Thank um, you for having me. Thank you for having me. It was a great time. I enjoyed it. And Culture Cat, as always, thank you, buddy, for being my uh, partner in crime. And uh, it's only been seven episodes. Doesn't it seem like it's been a lot more? Or is it just me? I mean, yeah, it does feel like it's been a lot more. Um, I do. I just want to say, like, have, like, be positive. Um, go vote. Do what you're. Do what you're supposed to do. Don't don't take it for granted and and don't get scared. Like, go be proud. Um, unless you're voting for Biden, then you should really be asking yourself some serious questions, especially if you have kids and you're voting for Biden. But that's besides the point. Uh, go like, you know, be just be positive. These next these next, I don't know, 14 days are going to be really um, interesting. So just hold on, be positive, protect yourself, protect your family and, uh, and just watch it as a movie. Shit, this is the